I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. I don't think we're in need of uh, too many snow days. We've got plenty of them around here. And uh, as this interview airs, as this program airs on Saturday morning, we should have uh, lots of new fresh snow to talk about as well at all of the area resorts. Navi, uh, been pinching ourselves right now because it's been such a great and early start to the ski season. Absolutely, Tim. You know, I have a different interpretation of that song. And to me, that's not we need more snow. It's thing I need time to get away from work to get in it. I need a snow day. I got to get back to it. Yeah, and there's no excuses not to go out there and do it right now. Allison's back with us. She joins us from time to time uh, from Ski Utah, handles all of the communications over there. Allison, you guys just must be grinning ear to ear. Oh, we are so excited by all of the snow. It's been such a great start to the year with some of our resorts already uh, reporting up to 300 inches or more of snowfall this year. So very exciting for us. That's crazy. And uh, I've seen several of the listings of the top five, I think it's the top five, um, resorts in North America as far as snow totals go. Utah is four out of those top five. I think the only one that is uh, there in the top five with Utah happens to be Alaska. Yeah, I saw that as well. It's super exciting. I believe it's Alta, Snowbird, Brighton, and Solitude are the four snowiest resorts in the in North America. So super exciting for yeah, us. It's just crazy. And I got an email, when was this? Uh, Wednesday this week from Solitude that said over seven feet of snow in the last eight days. So uh, we wanted to get you back on today. And I was hoping to be able to ski with you at... Uh, uh, Alta this past week and didn't get a chance to get up, but we'll look forward to our next opportunity. Um, th- there's no reason not to get your kids out and skiing. And Navi, every time we talk about these <laughs> these uh, fourth and fifth and sixth grade passports, I think about your kids, uh, Mickey and Finn, and how it's become just such a part of their life. You know, uh, I live in Utah, and I love Utah, and I love winter, and I love snow, and and a lot of people love Utah, but they don't like the snow. And honestly, it hurts me when they say they don't like it and they like to go. You know, I got to go down to St. George, get out of this yuck. And and what that means is that they don't ski because I've lived in five countries and six states, and I choose to live here for this very reason. This is the greatest time of year, and my kids agree because I took advantage of these wonderful offerings and taught them how to ski. So if look, mom and dad, if you if your kids don't ski uh, because you don't ski, that's normal. But remedy that. Take advantage of this because let me tell you, they're going to go away and leave this place. And even if they do, they're always going to come back once you hook them on the mountains and the snow. They're just going to want to stay here. Yeah. And so it's real important, real important to do this. I think the elephant in the room, Allison, is that uh, people just think that it's crazy, too, too crazy expensive to think about taking kids up to ski. But there are so many ways to do it. Uh, and we try our best around here to uh, outline early in the season what some of those uh, ways of taking advantage of shortcuts are. But one of the best ways is your fourth, fifth, and sixth grade passport. Tell tell our listeners who may not have heard us talk about it more about the program. 
Officer fourth, fifth, and sixth grade passport from Ski Utah is a really great program and a really great way to get your kids out and skiing. It's 45 days of skiing and riding for only $55 right now. So each fourth, fifth, and sixth grader gets three days of skiing and riding at each of our 15 Utah resorts. Um, so nearly less than $2 a day for for 45 days of skiing. It's an insane deal, and it's something that every fourth, fifth, and sixth grade parent should absolutely take advantage of. Yeah, I'll tell you, anytime we talk about this, people think that they have we've either misquoted it or they've heard wrong, Navi, because right. f- 45 days for 55 bucks is just crazy. Yeah, it's so inexpensive. It's crazy. And look, this is when they're able to be taught. I know you can learn as an adult, but right now you get those kids on those mountains, and this is a lifetime endeavor that they're just going to love, and they're going to take to it, and they're going to think it's fun, and they can do it. It's you know, when you're only that tall, falling isn't very far. So <laughs> yeah. it means it means nothing in the way of injury, okay? Don't be afraid. They're not going to get hurt. They are going to love this and thank you for the rest of their lives because that's why they do it. So you get hooked on skiing when you're young. Yeah, it really is smart for the resorts to participate. And, and Allison, all of our resorts, you mentioned 15 of them, uh, see this as a great advantage to growing their business as uh, the seasons go on. Absolutely. All of our resorts are really proud to participate in this program. And many of our resorts do have uh, similar programs geared towards getting kids out there and learning to ski. So it's really a collaborative effort among all 15 of our resorts. And we do have a challenge this year. So if your child has uh, is a fourth, fifth, or sixth grade passport holder, um, we have a couple of ways to uh, have them compete and win some stickers and prizes, which is super exciting. I know that one of my coworkers, his goal is to use every single day on the passport, so get all 45 days of skiing in with his son. So that's super exciting, and we encourage everybody to do that. All right, tell me more about these stickers, because I'm looking at them on your website, which is just skiutah.com. Uh, and I would think that the kids would love to start uh, collecting these almost like they would uh, merit badges if they were in scouts. Exactly. So you can get um, stickers for riding the bus, for riding or skiing all of the resorts in northern, central, or southern Utah, for for, uh, skiing and riding all three days at one of our resorts. So there's a variety of ways to win these really neat stickers. They're fun to put on your skis or your snowboard or even on your car. Um, and it's just a really fun way to get your kids out there and excited about skiing and riding. Navi, they didn't didn't have anything like this when your kids were little, did they, Navi? Yes, absolutely they did. And let me tell you the best part about it. Parents, listen to me. Um, What means most to those kids are their friends. And so what you got to do is invite their friend because maybe their friend doesn't ski. There's an old adage that goes like this, if your parents ski, you ski. So my kids were going to ski regardless of this free thing. But what we did was their friends whose parents didn't ski, we brought them with us because it was free for us to take them. So you go, yeah, you want to do this? I don't know, Dad. Well, I'm going to get your neighbor friend to do it with you. Oh, my gosh, they're all in. So now you got a buddy in the car who also has a free pass. It's perfect. You're going to get them skiing and snowboarding or whatever they're doing for the rest of their lives. Well, and here's what I can tell people uh, because I've witnessed it myself is those kids that started skiing with your boys young are still doing it. They're in their 20s and they still want to tag along. You know, they still make movies just like they did when they were kids. Yeah. 
All right, Allison, so tell our listeners how they actually get started with this whole thing if they've got kids interested for fifth or sixth grade. Visit our website, skiutah.com, and there's a ton of information about it. Click on Passes, and you should see the passport under that. And we're just super excited for it to be such a snowy season, and it's a great season for kids to be learning. The snow is soft if they're falling, and it's just a great great way to get out there. It really is. Uh, and, again, at skiutah.com, you'll find uh, the information under the Passes uh, link right at the the top of the page. Here's the other good news, and I hope in the near future, maybe a week or two, we'll be able to connect again, Allison, and uh, talk about this uh, return of the Discover Winter program. Navi, remember the day we sat uh, up at the lodge at, at Alta and talked to all of those that were yeah. skiing for the first time? Yes, those people from Africa. That was so fun. Yeah, and uh, we'll look forward to another opportunity, hopefully, to do that this season as well. Allison, thank you so much for checking in with us. Thank you. 45 days of skiing for your kids, 4, 5th, and 6th grades for $55. Can't beat that. We'll take another break when we come back here. Uh, Roger Egan will join us from Bear River Lodge. We'll find out what the new year looks like as far as cabins and snowmobile rentals. I'm sure there's some fun to be had up there in the area of Christmas Meadows just outside of the cabins at Bear River Lodge. So stay with us. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. Final couple of minutes of the program here, and I don't want to uh, end it without talking about safety in the backcountry with all of this snow. And, of course, you know what that means. Craig Gordon's on with me now from uh, the Utah Avalanche Center. I got an email a couple of days ago, Craig, from Snowbird telling me that seven feet of snow has fallen since uh, December 21st, and it's the heavy concrete kind. You're absolutely right, Tim. Well, how are you doing today? Uh, it is great to hear from you. You're back from yeah. Cabo. One of your uh, favorite sure. places in the world, huh? One of my favorite places, yeah. So, hola, mi amigo. It is so great to hear from you. While you were gone, Tim, we rang the new year in with a huge bang. So, as you mentioned, since the 21st, just uh, giant numbers of snow. But since the 1st, we had colossal water numbers, Herculean snow numbers, and that is all overloaded a week later that developed back in mid-November. So here's the deal, is that we're still stacking up snow going into the weekend. This is the first sunny Saturday we've had in a really long time. Avalanche conditions are deceptively tricky. And what it means is you're not going to see a whole lot of widespread natural avalanche activity, of course, that's the biggest clue to unstable snow. Rather, 
steep slopes, uh, especially those that are wind drifted facing the north half of the compass, they're going to need a trigger like us to roll along and kick the legs out from underneath. It doesn't mean you can't ride this weekend. You can actually have a blast. What we should do, though, is I generally start off with a little mini golf to kick off the day. And what that means is step out cautiously, get a feel for the snow, uh, certainly be armed with the latest avalanche forecast for the zone you want to travel in, and just don't pull a trigger on the biggest slopes that you roll along with. Get as much information as you can. What we're looking at is any avalanche that is triggered that breaks to that mid-pack weakness. It's going to break deep. It's going to break wide. It is going to be super dangerous. So uh, the, the key point here is let's go out, have a great day. It's going to be stunning today. There's fresh pow statewide. Let's just pump the brakes, tone it down a little bit, get back to the trailhead, high fives, big hugs to the family when we get home. And looking into the future, you know, Tim, this active pattern, which we so need and is just blessing us, with remarkable snow and water, it reloads for the middle of the week. Remember, avalanche conditions in the backcountry, they're always changing. So I encourage all your listeners, please, please, please be safe this weekend. Be armed with the latest avalanche forecast for your zone and visit your one-stop shop for all things avalanche. Of course, that's utahavalanchecenter.org. And before I let you go, I always worry a little bit that people think, you know, I'm going to an area resort, so I won't be in any danger. But that does mean staying inbounds even at the resort areas and don't be ducking under any ropes, right? Oh, totally, Tim. So, you know, let's uh, let's just unpack that a little bit. First, if you're headed into a resort, remember, we have got some of the best avalanche people in the world that work at our world-class resort. So the hardworking women and men of the ski patrol have been just working their tails off since about Christmas, mitigating avalanches, knocking them down long before we even roll into the parking lot. So that's a safe place to be. Once you step outside of the ski resort boundary, you are stepping into the backcountry. And not only do you have to be uh, armed with avalanche transceiver, shovels, probes, and be prepared for your own self-rescue, the big ticket is not even triggering the avalanche to begin with. And then if we're headed out for a rip on the sled, um, and we've got great sledding, great snowmobiling um, on low angle terrain. So you don't even have to get into the steeps to have over the head and over the hood conditions. It's it's pretty epic out there right now, Tim. Yeah. I encourage everybody get out and get after it. But let's do it safely. All right, Craig, some of the uh, videos that have been floating around from all of the resorts, just unbelievable with the amount of snow that people are pushing around. Uh, waist deep and even deeper than that sometimes. Craig Gordon, Utah Avalanche Center. Thanks as always, buddy. You bet. Thanks, my friend. We'll talk to you next weekend. That's going to do it for uh, KSL Outdoors Radio for another week. Coming up right after the top of the hour, we'll uh, turn it over to the greenhouse. Ton and Maria, they're with you till 11 o'clock this morning here on KSL. Have a great weekend. I'll be back with you Monday morning with Amanda Dixon on Utah's Morning News starting at 5. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com 
or wherever you listen to podcasts.